Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Womax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are now on to episode 12 of season 3, which is <clears throat> War of the Coprophages. <laughs> Dang it, I, don't, I have no idea. <clears throat> You've probably said that right. I, w- I would have said Coprophages, but I think you, you'd probably be right. It probably, it's probably bad. It's just a w- stupid word. I <laughs> can't they yes. just said cockroaches? Well, um, I looked it up, yeah. Brian. Right, I looked up the word because I was just so curious of mm-hmm. what it is. And it is an animal such as the rabbit that feeds on its own feces or one such as the dung beetle that feeds on those of other animals. So it's the war of the poo eaters. <laughs> Not just poo eaters, but own poo eaters. Yeah. So basically eat their own excrement. Great. Mm. Yummy. Right. <laughs> On that note, lovely stuff. Yes. Um, so I suppose you'll be wanting to know where this sits in the pantheon oh, yes. of the X-Files legacy. Um, Absolutely. So I did my little handiwork, looked on IMDb, had a, checking out the rankings. Just as okay. a guess, just as a guess, where do you think this, this came up? Where do you think it ranked? See, I, I'm a little bit worried that my guesses are going to give away what I think of the, the episode. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think what everybody else thinks. So I am going to guess 67. 67. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, you're wrong. It came in at 20. <laughs> 20? Wow. 20, yeah. So of 217 episodes, this is number 20, as voted mm. for by... IMDb X Files fans at any rate. Right. Um, right. See, so, see now yeah. I'm all conflicted because I'm trying to guess what the fans would think, <laughs> but I don't really talk to many X Files fans or have much knowledge about them. So it's, it's all supposition. Utterly <laughs> <laughs> pointless. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and on that note, we'll get into it. So get into the episode. Yes. So, and this one was written yeah. by um, Darren Morgan. So Darren yeah. Morgan. So this this is yeah. Basically, is this his guy, second episode? This is his third. So he gave third. us Humbug, oh, and then he yes. gave us Clyde Brookman's Final Repose. Yes. Which, let's face it, has been the best episode of this season so far. Um, I think we both gushed over that one when it came on. You might need to have a rewatch before you do your ranking at the end of the season. Uh, yes, yes, yes. No, I know exactly, because that's one that's stuck in my mind. Uh, the, yeah. the particular, just, just to jump back... The particular moment that always stuck with me was when he tells Scully, you're going to be holding me in your hands yeah, uh, as yeah. a tear rolls down your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, left a mark, yeah. as these episodes generally do when written by this guy. Yeah. Uh, so we jump into the Miles Grove, Massachusetts, uh, and we get a wonderful monologue, right? <laughs> by a, 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 a basically a, an exterminator. Uh-huh. But here's the question for you. Why does he have the lights off in somebody else's basement? Has he walked down there 
turned the lights off then to do his monologue under a torch. <laughs> just... Well, I, I, I think, I think it's so that he can, uh, he can shine a light on the uh, the cockroach so that the person right. can see it directly <laughs> and, and 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 yeah, pretty much give his monologue. Um, yes. But uh, the, the, I, I, so the guy gives this ridiculously long monologue that kind of makes him <laughs> appear as if he really appreciates the species on some kind mm. of level uh and then he just squishes it under yeah. the foot it's, after, it's almost after... like a, a ooh, cockroach <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of reaction yeah, yeah so the, the, there's a guy who's the, the guy who owns the property obviously that he's gone to clear out uh yeah. he he just really does not like cockroaches and he's asking mm. him about he asks him a question and then the guy just crushes the cockroach and says Look, pal, I just kill him. I just like... So, uh, yeah, after his yeah. big, long speech, it's like, yes, um, you don't know. Do you know, it reminded me a lot of John Goodman's character in Arachnophobia. Mm, arachnophobia, that's exactly what I was thinking, to be honest. Mm. Uh, so we get to see the, yeah, the cockroaches attacking him, or so it seems. Or, or to be initially, I thought he was having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was attacked by the cockroaches or enveloped by them, but it's a cool yeah. sequence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you catch his name? <laughs> did you? <nope>. Ca- <laughs> so <laughs> on the van, <laughs> his biz- So his business name is <laughs> Doctor Bugger. <laughs> Doctor Bugger turns up to your house to uh, <laughs> to kill some exterminate cockroach. something. Yeah. <laughs> not Doctor Bug, no. Doctor not Doctor Bug, Doctor Bugger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Mul- uh, yeah. So Mulder calls Scully from the car whilst doing a spot of thinking about aliens looking down on us like bugs, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, and Scully says the probability of intelligent aliens. Is anti-Darwinian. So this, this it's quite interest. There's a quite interesting setup in this episode, in mm. the sense that it's actually the scientist who is saying that from a scientific perspective, it doesn't make much sense for intelligent aliens to exist. That that the chances that we were that that we even exist from a scientific perspective are so great so monumental hmm. that the fact that it could happen twice even in the universe is is highly doubtful that's that's the case she makes anyway hmm. but this scene itself kind of sets up what i think is kind of the main theme of the whole episode um and and i also think you know you, you talk about arachnophobia i also think men in black when i when hmm. i see this one um, you know, you think the end of the first Men in Black film when we zoom out of our universe and we're actually just inside a little marble that's being played with by aliens, and, and it's just yeah. it's this huge kind of visualization of just how insignificant we actually are, despite the yeah. fact that we place such significance on our own beings. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the theme of this episode: that yeah. cockroaches, obviously, are the are the, the perfect vehicle to examine that because they are essentially considered the scum of the earth you know like cockroaches <laughs> are just they're the thing nobody wants in their home they get exterminated they eat crap but they have 
an uncanny ability to survive. Um, and I feel like the episode essentially says, that's us. <laughs> we, we're the cockroaches. Yeah. Or we, we are just as similar as cockroaches. And there could very well just as easily be some intelligent life form out there that looks down on us and thinks, mm. ew, what a bunch of cockroaches. <laughs> so Yes. Um, but I, I like... I like this scene a lot because it shows me a couple of things. First, we get the bug landing on the windscreen, and you don't know it's a windscreen. It's a really cool yeah. image, uh, and that will be uh, reciprocated again throughout the movie, uh, the movie, the episode, because it happens a couple of times. Um, and you get the beginning of the mundanity of Scully's life. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mulder, on his downtime, he's out dreaming about aliens, trying to find them. Scully's cleaning our gun at this moment. And we'll get to several other moments of just general <laughs> housework, which is just, it's its fun and really playful. And it gives mm. you, um, as silly as it is, it gives you an insight into the characters as well, yeah. well being yeah. funny. Yeah. It's great. Which, which is something that Morgan is an expert at doing. Mm -hmm. is, I, I think some people can make the mistake of coming into a Darren Morgan episode and just thinking, oh, it's one of the funny ones. It's like, because some people aren't that, they, they, there are actually some X-Files fans out there. You look on the boards and stuff, they, they hate these ones because they're like, they, they just turn the series into a joke. And it's like, well, actually, no, they, they have fun with it. You know, I think they are genuinely funny. But I yes. think Mo Morgan is an expert at really dealing with certain thematics in a way that I I don't really see other writers on the show doing quite as well mm. with. I think he embeds whatever theme it is he's exploring. He tends to embed it within mm. every scene. Um, and I think because he plays a lot with jokes, I think maybe they, they get written off in that regard. Um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know how many episodes this guy has written, but I'll tell you right now, it's not enough. Yeah, yeah. Just to, definitely. Yeah, um, so we get mm. to the return of the douchebag sheriff, or so it seems. <laughs> You know, give yeah. people what they want. Yeah, local sheriff comes to speak to Mulder, suspecting mm -hmm. he's a drug dealer, gets <laughs> nervous when Mulder mentions seeing a bug, then gets a call about another roach attack. So, yes. yeah, I love how he reaches for his gun as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as he's there, like, oh, I just, no, I just saw a bug on the window, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Like he's gonna just come across a perp. It's just like yeah. It's just it's, that's the thing. It's like uh, you know what are you doing here? You here to meet your dealer? No, no. But I did see a, bur a bug. It's just it's <laughs> such, it's such a ridiculous moment, but it's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So we move so on. It's, to... it's, again, it's 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 a another thing there about paranoia because this, this the episode does deal quite a bit with paranoia and the escalation of of it. Um, you know mm, the way that. Yes things spread like that so yeah absolutely um, <clears throat> so we jump into the next scene um which has yeah. so M Mulder calls scully again um, yeah because in this episode basically whenever something happens Mulder calls scully scully gives a really rational scientific explanation about it which for some bizarre reason Mulder actually accepts yeah um so in this case yeah Mulder calls scully about the uh the the other roach attack uh, which is the one we saw at the beginning, and tells mm. him that the three people who have died most likely did so from an allergic reaction resulting in anaphylactic shock. 
Yeah. Uh, and the most surprising thing about this is the fact that Mulder's just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure you're right. I'll, uh, you it's, know, it's the, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, seems plausible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not Mulder. <laughs> what's, what's happened to Mulder? It's, and it's uh, Scully's like, do you need me to come out? No, no, you're right. I'm sure you're probably right. Yeah, it's just it's just like that that's the biggest X file here is Mulder's attitude towards Scully's rational explanations. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. but yeah, so we we go from there to a pair of characters that I can't remember if this is the first time we've seen them. Uh but it certainly ain't the last. So these two druggy characters, uh they they oh, pop baby. up Oh, do they? They pop up again, but they, 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 they pop up throughout the, the series. Yeah, they're similar to the Jack Black episode. Yes, yeah, yeah they, 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 yeah, they, they kind of feel a bit like, yeah, DPO. Yeah. Those, the, yeah. Um, I can't remember if they were even in that episode actually. But I no, don't, no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think they no, just remind no. me of a couple of yeah. the characters. Yeah, no, I, I think these are a Darren Morgan creation. So, um, right. but yeah, they, they <laughs> definitely. They definitely appear in multiple episodes, um, yeah. and and they are um, they're huffing poo. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. get high, which which basically feeds into the whole concept of the episode itself, War of the Coprophages. You know, you, you think about you know what what is as we say a, a coprophage. Mm -hmm. It's a species that eats its own poo, and what, what we get here. Yeah, or consumes in some way. So what we get here is a bunch of humans consuming their own poo in some way, proving, or as if to prove that we are indeed cockroaches. Again, it's mm. that it's that. So you take a concept that is is ridiculous. You know, a bunch of druggies, whatever. What can you say with that? Well, actually, you can say quite a lot. You can make a commentary on the whole of human existence by just looking at cockroaches. And then looking at a bunch of drug dealers consuming their own poo, inhaling their own poo. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and it does have mm. uh, Tyler Lebane is one of the, the druggies. I, I kind of like this actor as well. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't say I I remember. I I, I know his face. But I can't um, say that I know what he's been. He's in, he's in the TV show Reaper. He was in uh, Tyler. Uh, not Tyler. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, um, right, yeah. He was in Super Troopers too. <laughs> like <he turned> up. <laughs> All the classics, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's in probably more famous things, but that's what I know him from. Yeah. So these these druggies, these these three druggies, um, two that will reappear on multiple occasions, uh, and they they try to convince their lady friend to sample their goods. Uh, then one <laughs> of them, <laughs> which is quite amusing, um, and then. Uh, one of them in the most disgusting scene, uh, he he sees a cockroach burrowing mm. into his skin, into his wrists, and travelling down his arms, and then begin then proceeds to slit his wrist basically to get the thing out. Um, and yeah, it's it's gross. <laughs> and terrifically well done. It mm -hmm. looks great. You know, even yeah. you're you're looking back now, it doesn't look dated or yeah. unusual. It's better than the mummy that came out yeah. in ninety nine. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is mid nineties. This is uh -huh. mid nineties and it still looks good. It holds up. It's mm -hmm. there are some some shows these days that are doing effects work that still doesn't look as good. So mm -hmm. yeah, good job. Matt Beck, I believe. Um so 
Once again, Mulder arrives on the scene and calls Scully, uh, who is washing the dog she inherited from Clyde Brookman. <laughs> so, I, I, so, um, <laughs> Queequag is the name of this dog. Uh, I, I don't know if she uh, mentions the name in, in this particular episode, but uh, I don't think so. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the dog's called Queequag, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So she's washing the dog. And she tells Mulder that it sounds like a drug-induced condition called Ekbom syndrome. To mm. which Mulder's like, "You're probably right." <laughs> seems plausible. So, yeah, it seems plausible. <laughs> Click. Now I looked up Ekbom syndrome, and unfortunately, I didn't actually write down the definition when I when I saw it. But but pretty much, yeah, it, it kind of it, it did sound reasonably plausible if you wanted to go down that route as a scientist um Excellent. but again again you know Mulder just being so accepting of it is very strange <laughs> indeed <clears throat> so but then Mulder then catches a cockroach at the scene and when he picks it up it disintegrates in mm -hmm. his hand but also cuts him uh showing that it's actually made of metal mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is yeah very bizarre um yes I do like these. I do like these. Uh, the way some of these scenes are shot, though, from the cockroach's eye view, yes. where you have the 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 fish eye lens and Mulder kind of peering into it and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, so Mulder goes to see a doctor, um, and uh, the doctor gets really pissy with him and apparently oh. constipated with Mulder <laughs> after Mulder says he doesn't know what's going on. Again, um, more crap. Yeah. The movie's always about, the TV show is about poo. It's general, yeah. all, everybody's either talking about it or <laughs> dealing <laughs> with it, it in some way. Yes. Yeah. So, so the guy, the guy's just like, basically says that after, after talking with you, Agent Mulder, I'm feeling somewhat constipated or something to that effect and then it goes off to the toilet. Um, but, uh, yeah, the sheriff, he too wants to know, so he starts grilling Mulder, like, go on then, what's what's really happening? You know, between two law enforcement guys, Mulder's yeah. like, seriously, I don't know. Uh, so Mulder tries to alleviate his fears while the doctor dies on the toilet after loads of cockroaches enter his bathroom stall. Mulder and the sheriff find another roach, but Mulder drops it down the sink because he's an yeah. imbecile and he's not having much luck at capturing these things. But, uh... Which I, I kind of like because mm. it, it, it gives you a little fright because it comes alive again. You think mm, it's dead. Yeah. And then he's yeah. already been stung once by closing his hand on it and getting cut. Mm. He's yeah. probably trying to be a little bit more gentle. So it yeah, feels, yeah. it's not just clumsiness, it's probably you try to be a little bit too careful. Yeah. Either and way. fair, fair. Because, yes. like, obviously, you have been cut by this thing. Plus, hey, it's a cockroach. He wants to pick up a cockroach. So yes. when that thing starts moving, it does, it does actually genuinely creep me out. And it's a remarkable shot as well, because mm -hmm. they've got this shot of this cockroach in someone's hands that's really still. And mm -hmm. then starts moving, and it's just the way it's filmed. It's like, you know, it's not CGI; it's a genuine nope. cockroach. So yeah, it's just. I, I, the, I mean, I'm, I'm just making stuff up, obviously. But I've seen before that what they do with some of these things is partially freeze them, mm, and then yeah, the, yeah. the heat, the heat from yeah. the hand could 
straight back to either way is how yeah well, well that that's actually a good story on um phenomena the film the dario argento film uh which i'm, I'm sure you've probably watched the special features on that one when mm. so there's a story on there where because obviously there's a section in the film where and this is a bit of a sidetrack but this is the section in the film where all these insects kind of just invade and they needed mm -hmm. to get they wanted to get real insects to do it and they froze them all to so that they'd be ready and then when they brought them all in uh there's something to do with the heat that it was too <laughs> hot or something and these damn things just multiplied and then swarmed the town that they were yeah. filming in so uh yeah but uh but no it's it, it is a it's a really effective scene and mm -hmm. the cockroach wrangler definitely earned his pay on that day <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, so Mulder calls Scully again, and what I love about this is how she picks up the phone, and even without asking who it is, she just says, "Who died now?" <laughs> yeah. So while she's reading her book. Yeah, yeah, while she's reading a book, just casually picks up the phone, "Who died now?" Um, and she suggests the the perfectly plausible explanation of a burst aneurysm whilst straining on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> and yet again it seems plausible yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fact that there's cockroaches spotted at every single one of these <laughs> yes. sites is is not plausible whatsoever but whatever and that they're made of metal <laughs> <laughs> yes and that they're made of metal um so Mulder breaks into a government facility because when he was speaking with the sheriff the sheriff made mention of this government uh, facility in the town that they're not allowed in um, even the local law enforcement aren't allowed in there um, so Mulder breaks into it to see what it's all about um, it's, it's supposedly agricultural experiments that are being conducted yeah. Scully phones him while he's in there to tell him she's done research that suggests the town could be experiencing the introduction of a new breed of cockroach then roaches begin to pour out of the walls and Dr. Bambi shows up. <laughs> oh, hell yes. I was like, it, it's like the Christmas Jones of TVs, you know? Yeah. Like, just like, this is awesome. Um, and yeah. the, the girl uh, was very familiar. I, I couldn't place her. Right. I'm, I'm sure I've seen her in something before. Um, but yes. All kinds of yes, and, and Mulder just goes all googly eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I gotta be, I gotta say, Scully's still my girl. <laughs> oh. do, do you know what she was in? What? Murder One. She was the wife. Oh, of really? The, that yes. series that was just like the one case that went across the whole season. Yes, yes. Yeah. She was the, one of the main players in that. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, she's definitely a main player in this episode. Um, so many. This is the only only episode she's ever in. But so many X Files fans really love this character, and I'm guessing most of them are male, uh, to be honest. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just home. love her because of the way Mulder acts round about her. <laughs> schoolboy. Yeah. Schoolboy crush. Big time schoolboy. Yeah. Um, and, and just even calling her Bambi. Yeah. But he doesn't change who he is. And that's what I like about Mulder. He, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't change who he is. It just brings out more of who he is. Like he, no, there's he, a, it's like there's he's a allowed to be a geek. 
Now, there's a, there's a point later on where she kind of like poo-poo's the idea of extraterrestrials, and he's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 okay, I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cockroaches in the wall, it's quite disgusting, it's got to be said. Yes. I, I, I really don't like insects. I don't like cockroaches, <laughs> so this is just... Ew. Um, I find it uncomfortable when they start to swarm like that. You know, when it's just mm, they're flooding out. Yeah, yeah. Um, like somebody's just pushing them out yeah. with it. Yeah, Which they're probably like, doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big time. Ugh. So Bambi explains to Mulder her theory of UFO sightings and says that insects are honest. They eat, sleep, defecate, procreate. And says that humans do the same, but pretend it's more than that, suggesting we put ourselves on a pedestal and are in fact no more important than insects. That's the scene. And, that's the scene where she's talking about the the, the making the light in the sky, and that it's mm -hmm. not it's not UFOs and Mulder's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, <laughs> totally, I'm with you a hundred percent on that. <laughs> but it's also in this moment when Mulder's phone goes and he answers it and just goes, not now, and then puts it down, just totally blows out Scully. And it's just like, oh, dude, that's not cool. That is not yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so again, you know, t touching on the whole theme of the episode there, which is mm. essentially we have ideas above our station you know are, are we really as important as we think we are or are we no better than cockroaches um so yeah okay so we go to a hotel room where a man is lay on a bed and he's watching tv uh while roaches begin to swarm he does he seems pretty oblivious to them and they're just like yeah they're just all over his bed and it's just like oh come on dude some of the most disgusting feet I have ever seen. <laughs> Anything ever. Oh, yeah. clean your feet, dude. Clean your feet. I, I literally thought Cabbages they were going to repel the, the, the cockroaches. Oh, Even the cockroaches were going to them. So we go from there. And so th th this, this guy, where he's sleeping, is it just so happens to be the same hotel that Mulder's sleeping at. Hmm. And Mulder wakes up in his hotel room and he does this thing, which I'm sure we've all done at times, where he starts slapping his face because he feels like something <laughs> just crawled on him. Like yeah. I, I've done that. I've, I've done that when I'm awake, when I've been sat watching TV, and I'll feel something. I'll think, whoa, whoa, no. Yeah. I feel, I feel like there's a spider on me or something. And it's just, yeah, you kind of overreact to it. But yeah, so Mulder does that, but there's nothing there. And then he calls Scully, and he tells her about Doctor Bambi, to which she takes the piss. Like kind of Dr. Bambi. Her name would, is yeah. Bambi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, bef before telling her why he hates bugs, to which she takes the piss once more because um, yeah. he says it, well, it wasn't a girly scream. And, and then at the <laughs> end, she's like, are you sure it wasn't a girly scream? Like she's not been listening to anything he's been saying. She's just been fixated on that yeah. fact that maybe he'd scream like a girl. Um, but he says that instead of being in awe of nature, he was repulsed, i.e. we hate what we don't understand, um, yeah. which, again, is when you think about this idea that w maybe we've put ourselves on a pedestal, that we 
think we're better than insects or more than insects and insects are lower than us they're you know they're filth or whatever does that sense of uh disgust that repulsion as Mulder puts it come from the fact mm -hmm. that we simply don't understand them like if you look at the character of Dr Bambi she's someone who's studied these things a whole lifetime she appreciates yeah. them she respects them um, and she's come to kind of almost put them on the same level of existence as herself in many ways mm. and is, is that because she understands them uh, so yeah it's a re really great kind of discussion there I think mm -hmm. and, uh, so we hear a scream down, a yes. down the hall uh, uh -huh. so there are three men at the guy's door so this is the guy who was sleeping on the bed or lying on the bed he's now mm -hmm. dead yeah three men are watching yeah three men are looking one of the one of whom is the guy from the beginning mm -hmm. from the opening sequence who'd called out the the exterminator it's yeah. quite He's quite an important character, actually. Um, and one of, I gotta say, watching this episode this time around, because I was making notes on every scene for the purpose of reviewing, mm -hmm. this is the yeah. first time that I feel like I picked everything up on this episode. Right, okay. There's a lot of stuff, particularly with this character towards the end, mm -hmm. where I got to the point where I'm like, hang about, what's happening now? I, d I don't get what's going on. Um, and I think that's when you just watch it, you know, as, as a 40 minute episode, you don't pause it or anything, mm -hmm. take notes or it like that. There are some stuff I think that can go over your head and clearly always has done yeah. with me. So, yeah, this, this is an important character to kind of keep track of, really. But, um, but yeah, he's there, he's lurking in the hallway, he's really got a thing against roaches, and he's already witnessed one supposed attack, and now he's just kind of seen another. Um, so the three men find the TV-watching dude covered in roaches, they run away as Mulder arrives, but when Mulder looks inside the room, the roaches are gone. Dun, dun, dun. Um, dun, dun, dun. And then we cut from there to Scully packing. So yes. she's packing. She's already made a decision. That's it. She's getting down there. She's 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 figured something's just not right. Um, Mulder calls. He says she was right about all the deaths and puts mm -hmm. the latest one down to a heart attack. She says she she says she's coming anyway. And then he says the cockroach the cockroach he squished was indeed made of metal. Then he finds another one. Mm -hmm. um, so I think yeah. in this scene is there not this, I've, I've got a note of it here. It said, uh, hung like a club-tailed dragonfly. <laughs> <laughs> just... Yeah, because he takes it to Bambi, doesn't he? Um, yeah. And she, she examines it, and that's when she comes out with that, with that remark. Yeah. That, that terrific <laughs> line, which I just love. <laughs> so she does confirm that it is mechanical and puts Mulder onto a scientist who just happens to be local, which is convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, a you local know, it's, scientist. It's, 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 it's just it's, it's funny when you mention that. It's like, um, you know, yeah. the foremost mind on this subject just happens to be two doors down if you're interested. <laughs> and yet she's never met him. Yeah. Like, this this is her field. This is what mm -hmm. she loves studying. She's read this guy's work. She she, uh -huh. she loves this guy. This is, this is like me having 
Bob Kane lived two doors down, you know, the creator of Batman. I could just go yeah. and have, have a conversation. It's like, yeah, why, why have you not been to see this guy? But yeah, she, does, she, does, she knows of him, but she doesn't know him. And she puts Mulder into contact with him. And he, uh -huh. so he makes robotic insects. Yes. <laughs> yes. Robotic yeah. insects. Very 90s looking robotic insects, if you look at the Indeed. ones that are crawling around on the floor. But, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, so he goes to see this scientist who has been in the X-Files before. All right. Okay. I can't remember which episode he was in, but he did. I'm sure he played a scientist. It was either <laughs> Earl and Meyer Flask or... Colony Endgame. He might have been the clones in Colony and Endgame, or one of those. It's it. Yeah, um, he looks a bit different here, but he's definitely definitely been in the in the X Files before. I know that much. He's one of those Vancouver actors that just kind of pops up once a season. To yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, so the scientist believes that his robots are the future of space exploration so i i like i do like this i like this <clears throat> i like hearing the reasons for why you would want to make robotic mm -hmm. insects because when Mulder gets there and you see this thing crawling around i do think okay that's great it's cute mm -hmm. but why um and actually there's a pretty good explanation or a pretty good reason to build these things which is space exploration yeah um so he says that trying to mimic the human brain is too hard but insects just react and so can be easily mimicked um, and this highlights again the godlike difference in comparison that man has above insects Mulder suggests and the scientist agrees that if intelligent aliens do exist then in all likelihood they would send robots to check out our planet rather than coming themselves. When Mulder shows him the mechanical roach, he is stunned as a cockroach crawls across the screen. Yes, which is great. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, I also love the fact that Mulder has just single-handedly destroyed this guy's life work by showing him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never touched upon... But it's, yeah. it's, it shook him so badly that he starts. He just turns to alcohol immediately. Um, basically, everything you've dedicated your life to, somebody's bet yeah. you to it. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> done far better. But um, but I do like. I, I really do love that whole um, theory about. Well, yeah, if aliens are that advanced to travel across vast. You know the vastness of space. Then, mm -hmm. would they really put themselves in danger to come over and investigate harsh planets, or would they send robots? Yeah, that would, which would make an awesome film that isn't Battleship. Um, it's, it's not bad. Sorry, I'm thinking of that other horrible one. What is it? Transformers. The, the John, John Travolta. <laughs> oh, Battlefield Earth. Oh, yes. Cringe. Yeah. No. Well, I mean. Get off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually aliens, uh, but uh, but no, like in Battleship, they said it, it's robots in it. Yeah, of robots come down. So, in 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 that respect, it's a good idea. But yeah, I think you could do something really like like in the horror genre with that. 
you know, like insectoid-like um, uh, robots. What about um? Oh, my brain is not working tonight at all, Brian. <laughs> uh, mimic, the movie Mimic. There's like a oh, horror yes. version of that yes. where they did the cockroaches yeah. that were humanoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. but uh, not right. aliens, mm. but you know, kind of horror mm-hmm. nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, I just think you, know, you could do something with like clearly metallic robotic like all different kinds of robots that all have different functions and do different things that just come down to the planet and lay waste to humanity to prepare the planet line but that yeah that's that's, that's pretty much transformers isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it is but but, but good i, I, I yeah. think there is a Are good version good? of that out there yeah i oh, give it lee wannell right. let let lee wannell do something with it you know you would just touch bring... that with a barge pool <laughs> Well, don't know. You'd probably put two Autobots in a bathroom, with one chained to like a, a radiator with a hacksaw. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying Transformers. Do away with Transformers. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> we digress big time. So Scully enters a store to find a roadmap, and it's total chaos as people are panic buying. Panic buying. That's the first thing people do because we're such consumers. The first Dang. thing we do in any crisis is panic buy. Do you know what I love about this scene? Right, and there's there's no explanation at all. And I rewound it to watch it again. There's a guy dressed like a fifties sailor that grabs chocolate <laughs> and nylon tights <laughs> and leaves. <laughs> Everybody's grabbing bugs in that. He just grabs yeah. tight tights <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. why, why is Classic. why is nobody going? Why is he dressed like this? I just so, love it. She walks into the chaos, tries to calm everyone down, but two women fight over the last can of die bug die. They knock over a load of chocolate peanuts and a man screams, Roaches! <laughs> causing everyone to flee, except Scully, who just eats one of the chocolate-covered peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like mega mass hysteria um, in this small town. Um people going nuts but and, and i love these kind of scenes where people are going nuts but for some reason one person can just walk through unscathed you know like it's as if they're <laughs> avoiding her she's like, don't believe her she's sane <laughs> Come on, it's because she's not nuts she can keep yeah. her calm stay cool and just breeze on through but uh yeah it's it's and it's again funny scene. she's technically she shoplifted that chocolate peanut I think in the in this instance. Um so Mulder leaves the scientist to his bottle. On the way out he picks up a cockroach. Greetings mm. from planet Earth, he says. Um <laughs> so yeah, which I I don't know why, and I'm gonna I'm going to appear inexplicably stupid at this point Mm. this line of dialogue i never actually realized that Mulder was speaking to whatever aliens might be looking (laughs) through how how did you i don't know this is what i'm talking about i've watched this episode quite a few times and I've always, I've always felt like it was one of the weakest of the Darren Morgan episodes. Right. Um, and I think a lot of that was because th- there was a, quite a few bits in it that just went over my head. Mm. And I think because I was always watching it as a fairly passive viewer, you know, I, I watched it for the laughs. 
-hmm. Whereas obviously when, when you're reviewing, you have to get a more critical head on. So when we're going through these and I'm, you know, I'm jotting down what happens in each scene, I've got to come, come up with what I think about that scene and what I think it's saying. And it's just, yeah, it just hit me this time around that he wasn't talking to an insect. He was talking to an alien probe and literally saying greetings from planet Earth. I know I, I, that sounds really, really stupid. I do like to assure everyone out there. I do. I have a master's degree. I'm not stupid. I'm not a stupid man. But there are moments when that seems to not be the case. Yeah, um, you see moments. I see evidence. Um, mm -hmm, anyway, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I guess it's one of those things, but it's got that funny camera angle again as, mm -hmm. he, as he's yeah. in at the screen seeing it. Yeah. It's a nice little moment, yeah. mm -hmm. nonetheless. So, Bambi tells Mulder it's just your typical roach. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and Scully calls to tell Mulder that there is a dung facility nearby and that as roaches love dung, it's possible this new species, which she's theorised, was mm -hmm. shipped in through there. Yes. Mulder offers up his alien probe theory. Scully says no. And from the look on her face, so does Bambi. <laughs> yeah. It's um, not plausible. Click. Yeah, yeah. The uh, thing is, Mulder forgets himself here, um, which, again, this is quite a telling little scene, which mm. is that once Mulder gets with Scully, once he's talking with Scully, he becomes himself. Because yes. he forgets that that Bambi is sat right next to him, and yeah. before he, you know, he could have come out with all this gumph before when she was giving her. Oh theory, yeah, yeah. But he didn't because he was all mm. oh googly eyes. Yeah. But now that he's talking to Scully, he just literally blurts out his typical Mulderisms, and Bambi's yeah. like still sat there going, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like he's probably. I mean, Mulder's probably yeah. thinking to himself, "Oh." Dr. Bugger. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, Ooh, yeah. uh, bugs. <laughs> bugs, eh? Hmm, they're fun. But uh, yeah, so, and, and again, this is, it feels like, um, it, it, again, it, it, it's a good kind of way of giving plausibility to Scully's kind of theory. I mean, obviously, still the metal cockroach thing doesn't really that kind of really shatters that but as they've now got no real evidence mm -hmm. um because Mulder squished it to bits uh, yes but uh yeah um so Mulder we goes yeah yeah so Mulder goes there with Bambi tells her to mm -hmm. wait in the car for safety due yeah. mostly to hu the human element, namely the dude from the beginning of the episode who works at the plant. So yes. we kind of see here why this guy might have something against bugs. He, he works at a dung plant. There are loads of cockroaches there. Um, he's seen two people die <clears throat> with cockroaches around, and he mm -hmm. is proper mental at this point yes. he's, he's he's basically gone completely off the rocker um he's walking around with a can of bug spray and a, and a gun and just yeah <laughs> <laughs> as you do it's, it's you know all. a dung yeah, plant yeah. Full, of, full of methane and all that you know so yeah, yeah. if the spray doesn't get them the bullet will yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> crazy and then uh, scully appears um, and uh, 
<laughs> I knew you. Yeah, I knew you'd zone in on this scene. I knew you'd want to describe the scene because it's like just got that Scully love in there. Just it's got the oh, she's just <laughs> she pulls out the gun and cocks it, and we know that thing's lethal because she's just cleaned it. We've seen it at the start of the yeah. episode, you know. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like Doctor Bambi, I presume. <laughs> Stay yeah. in the car. So. <laughs> So it seems he is the one suffering from Ekbom syndrome, although with good reason. Mulder yeah. tries to reason. Right, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mulder tries to reason with the guy, um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, doesn't do a particularly good job of it. Um, I, I, I love the disdain uh, that when. Oh, sorry, I've overjumped here, and I. I've, yes, I've yes, you've jumped a bit. So, uh, Mulder tries to rationalise with uh, Echoes when he's walking around about the. You know, he yes. tries to bring him down. Yeah. But uh, um, I love the way the doctor quite rationally says to him, Am I crazy or are yeah. you actually? <laughs> 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 oh, the, 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 the thing that I wanted to say is just that I, I, I love the disdain. That Scully shows towards Bambi when yeah. she calls him Fox. Yeah, because like you know, we, there's that famous scene back in Tombs when Mulder says, "I, I even made my mum call me Mulder." Yeah, um, you know, despite the fact that from here on out, whenever we see his mum, uh, she always calls him right. Fox. I just, I don't uh, even think, but it's just so silly. Like she's called Bambi, it's ridiculous. He's called Fox, which is equally <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? Really, yeah. Fox, and Bambi. Yeah. Fox and Bambi. Fox and deers aren't exactly the best of playmates. So. No, no, not really. But uh, so yeah, but I just, I just love that when she says Fox told me to uh, wait in the car. Scully's just like, oh. Like you can literally see that she's contemplating putting a bullet in her right there. Just now, now I'm wondering fuck. if that's the point she cocks the gun or not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then she says, "This is no place for an entomologist." <laughs> so yeah, so Mulder tries to calm the man down, says he um, he's just human, and he says, "Well, I though you know." And so Mulder legs it because this guy's clearly about to to shoot. Well, he just he does. He starts shooting uh, and sparks in a in a place filled with methane. Obviously, it's not a good yeah. thing. So Mulder legs it, dragging Scully out with him, just as the building blows yeah. to pieces, covering them both in crap. Yes, I love the fact they're <laughs> covered in crap. Uh, yeah. I think it's just great. Um, yeah. I think it's utterly wonderful. And then um, they get the return of the good Doctor and, and Bambi yes. and. Yes, yeah. the, the quote from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they That's kind my of... my favourite uh, movie. Yeah. Go off in the, the, the sunset almost, the distance yeah, together. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Two kindred spirits with their love for insects, both mechanical yeah. or otherwise. Um, yeah, and they, they, could, they could do a spin-off series, to be honest. Yeah. Those two could be in a, in a spin-off series of their own, uh, Bambi and whatever the hell the, the guy's name was. The Corporal Fagses, the Corporal Fagges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you get a little, I, I like, I really like this, Brian. I don't know why. <clears throat> uh, the little epilogue with just Mulder writing up the reports. You know, it kind mm. of throws back to earlier episodes where that used to happen with one of the characters. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. It's just, 
and and you're you're patiently waiting for the cake, aren't you? Like they, they tease you. <laughs> you get the cake in yeah. the foreground, and you're just like, when's it appearing? When's yeah. it going to appear there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. So yeah, he's right writing up his case file. He talks about humans having perhaps gone as far as they can go, and that if an advanced alien species came across us, would they find us to be so primitive that we'd be repulsive? Again, hearkening back to how he felt when he saw insects back when he was a child. Mm. Then, as if to show us that he has learned absolutely nothing. He squashes the cockroach that's near his cake. So it's like he's just had these deep inner monologues about trying to come to some sense of understanding with the, you know, with with the lower species on the planet and, and you know, making ourselves more advanced by by appreciating all life mm. forms and, 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 and growing in understanding. And then he sees a cockroach and just goes... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's learned nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought War of the Cockroaches was five out of five for me. Mm -hmm. I utterly loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I loved the repetition that, that mm -hmm. kept coming from the, the the Scully phone calls and the jokes and just the, the complete silliness. I thought it had genuine moments of ickiness with the yep. cockroaches that, that made your skin crawl or made you scratch at it or claw at it mm -hmm. in one way yeah. or another. Um, and I think both Scully and Mulder in these movies have a or movies, I keep saying movies because they feel <laughs> that great. And these episodes feel far more fleshed out than they do in other episodes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I honestly wish he, he did more uh, yeah. of these episodes. I think they're terrific. Definitely. Uh, I, I think when we get to, when we eventually get to reviewing the movie, you're going to end up calling that this episode. In this episode, I'd be like, <laughs> "Dude, it's the movie now." So, but yeah, totally agree. Five out of five from me. Um, like I say, I I missed a lot of the stuff that I missed was the stuff with the guy at the plant at the end. Mm. I did. I didn't. I did, I, I was like, "Why is this guy popping up again?" what's what's going on and, and i missed the whole a lot of the explanation with regarding alien probes and how that fed in and just the, the ending to me just i never quite got what was happening mm -hmm. only the, and this time i did and the yeah. whole episode i just think again it's 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 just it's a testament to darren morgan as a writer that he, he just he he finds the theme he finds something he wants to talk about and every scene talks about it you know um it's, it's just yeah i think mm. you know whether whether it's destiny versus fate in clyde brookman or whether it's living as a freak the outsider in humbug um and mm -hmm. here you know humanity putting itself on a pedestal and really be no better than an insect it's just yeah. He, he yeah he takes something takes an idea and he really runs with it and it's just yeah fantastic stuff absolutely loved it five stars from me yeah okay so brian uh what is the next episode <laughs> the next episode i believe is grotesque no i, I think is it not syzygy no no yes syzygy yeah yes yeah. I, yeah, I was not attempting it <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Syzygy. So, yeah. Um, the next episode is Syzygy. It is, like, I know I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> but honestly... Did... Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a bad episode. I don't, I don't no. think it's going to be one that we get to and, and dislike. It's mm-hmm. just I, I struggle to remember much about it. I know there's two women in it, two sisters that they get up to some stuff. Um, they're they're kind of the the villains of the week, if you want to call them that. I remember a particular joke that is made towards Scully about her height, which is really amusing. Um, but other than that, I can't remember anything about this episode. And I've, I've definitely I definitely watched it multiple times and i've definitely enjoyed it it's not one where i've like oh that's a bad episode so mm-hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to get to that one and watch it again with fresh eyes so okay. interesting mm. so there we have it uh, that's something to look forward to an episode that you're not overly familiar with so we'll see how we go on the next episode so thanks for joining us make sure to uh, drop a, a little review on itunes for us if you're there um, it really helps people discover the show and helps us grow a little bit more and we will see you for episode 13 of season three it's got a title that i won't syzygy Syzygy. yeah that's that's the one yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening (laughs) and we'll see you next time bye You've been listening to The X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.